This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly sponsored by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. As a city supporter, we know you value delivery, and McDelivery is up there with the very best. You'll always be winning with McDelivery because just like Kevin De Bruyne, McDelivery puts your order right on a plate. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Blues are inching their way back from the international break, but today we are here to put your knowledge of City players past and present to the test. It's Wednesday, October 18th. I'm Adam Booker. I'm Joe Butterfield. I'm Mo Was Noisy Pod. And this is the City Report Podcast. Welcome in, chaps, and special welcome to Mauve from Noisy Pod, as you heard in the intro. Always glad to have you on. How are things with you? Brilliant. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to this. Yeah, it should be fun. As I as I said in the uh, in the intro, we're going to do a little game today, which seems to be a theme anytime Joe Butterfield is is on the show. He's I am the quiz master, and he is the quiz participant master, if that's a thing. Uh, Joe, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, this the my my ongoing agenda to never be seen in the same podcast as Amos is uh, is going perfectly so far. I'm uh, I'm continuing it. I'm going to see how long I can go before I have to be on a podcast with him. Yeah, aren't you? Aren't you the lucky one? It's usually Luke on here uh, competing with you, who is um, very. Uh, he's self described as not very good when it comes to games. So maybe Mo will have a better chance here. Mo, how, how do you feel about your chances, knowing that you're in the dark about what the game is? It depends what's at stake. You know what I mean? Like if this, if we're Joe Butterfield and I are vying for, like if the prize is who's the number one Oldham fan? Oh God, then, you, uh, you're putting pressure on me here, Mulf. Then I might, uh, <laughs> I might have to bring my A game because I want that title. Well, we will get into that game in a second, Joe. I'll come to you first, though, about um, City in general at the moment. Obviously, coming off the three straight losses, all three losses without Rodri. Um, International break, was it a good reset, uh, a refresh for City to come back fit and firing? Or are you the kind of guy that thinks you got to play through the issues to to get back into the, the rhythm? Um, I, 
at first, like when it, when the defeat to Arsenal actually happened, the the immediate instinct is, oh, it's not great to have to sort of, it's not great to have to sit on this for two weeks and have it be a bit of a hangover for the squad. Um, but as the international break's gone on, we're at the point where it's been like a week and a bit since then. It almost feels a bit forgotten that Arsenal game. I'm sure Pep won't allow it to be forgotten once he gets back on the training ground. But it feels almost like a bit of a reset after a couple of you know after a couple of dodgy performances and a few. Obviously, we got the win against Leipzig. But other than that, you know, losing to Arsenal, Wolves, Newcastle, like it's, it, the Newcastle game was what it was in terms of the Carabao Cup and maybe our priority with that competition. But the pre- the, the, the second half performance still wasn't very good. Um, Wolves and Arsenal were two bad performances for, for, for maybe different reasons. But I think, yeah, I, I think it's been a bit of a chance to maybe let some players go away and just sort of reset a little bit. Hopefully that's the kind of the, the, the mentality that players come back with where they can just kind of forget about the last week or two prior to the, the international break and kind of just get back straight into winning ways again. Sort of thing think as a, as a as a blank slate. This is kind of the this is kind of the time of year where where no matter what's been happening in the season up to this point, Pep normally gets a rocket up the players from this point on. And even if we've had a bit of a rocky start, we tend to go on a pretty decent run from here. So let's let's hope that that ends up being the case this time around. Yeah, I mean Mulv Joe has a point there. This is kind of normal service for for city to kind of have a bit of a stutter in the start of the season and you know if two points out of first place is is stuttering for city these days then mm-hmm. um we're in business but um and you know they they tend to kick on later on in the season but coming back from this international break what are your what are your feelings on the start of the season in general cuz like i said two points out of out of first place you know top of the group in the champions league having won probably your your trickiest fixture away to leipzig um, it's not too shabby of a start. It just feels like, you know, there's a little bit of a black cloud hanging over us until we kind of end, end the losing streak. No, it's a good start, Adam. Uh, in regards to the break, I'm looking at it at, as a bit of a blessing in that anytime you can give Pep two weeks straight to think about football, um, I think the team that, that that's trouble for future opponents because uh, uh, that's just how he works. Like, yeah. He'll, he'll have figured out a game plan for Brighton and beyond and um, he'll be able to take stock of the beginning of the season and and adjust accordingly. I think the big takeaway from uh, what's happened so far is just like what's what's plan B when Rodri's not available. I know he was suspended this time, but could very well next time be, you know, he could be out for a few weeks or months and um, I'm not sure that we know or Pep knows what the solution to that is yet, whether it exists currently at the club or, you know, it's something we have to address in January. But um, I think that's the major takeaway. It, it, it's a good start, but I think that's sort of the elephant in the room. Do you think the return of John Stones maybe sort of helps? Because obviously we saw at the end of last season, John Stones, and I've, I've said this on the pod a couple of times before, but John Stones obviously being in that position where he can move into defensive midfield a little bit. Do you think sort of because him being injured at the same time that Rodri happened to be out kind of made it. Do you, do you, basically, do you think that Pep's solution maybe involves John Stones and it's just kind of a shame that he wasn't actually fit to to help do that this time round? Not so much that he just literally, you know, we play two centre-backs plus John Stones in, in centre-mid, but we have John Stones' the ability to sort of step up and support whoever it is that maybe is brought in to replace Rodri or, or something like that. Honestly, don't know what Pep's thinking, but the more I think about it, for what that's worth, um, <laughs> I think he needs another Rodri. Um, maybe not same age profile, but maybe a more experienced 
person who, who can play a lone six. I think the solution needs to be a lone six because once you start using multiple uh, other players and positions to cover one, the, the, the domino effect, the ripple throughout the yeah. team, the rest of the positions is is too damaging. Uh, so I think he, ne- he needs to find a, an aging, you know, an, a Busquets or somebody of that ilk who, who's willing to come in and, and play the games when Rodri can't. Um, and I know that's sort of needle in a haystack sort of uh, quest, but um, that's where I'm leaning. I don't know what Pep's thinking, but I'm leaning towards finding that person. I think, you know, maybe an elephant in the room is probably the fact that Ilkay Gundogan was the man to do that. You know, we've seen it in, uh, was it 2018-19 when, when Fernandinho went down for the back half of that season and and Gundo stepped up and played that role all the way to winning the, the league title. Um, yeah, it is interesting and it feels like we kind of got three different looks in the three different games without Rodri and none of them seemed to work all that well. You know, you had the, the Calvin Phillips game, you had Kovacic and Nunez together, you had Rico Lewis stepping in there, which out of the three, that was probably the best looking you know, going away to Arsenal. And it seemed like from the start, the the aim was to, you know, set up shop and, and try and snatch a point there. And, and you know, you get a, a face deflection goal to lose the game. What, what can you do? Um, if you're looking for more analysis on City start to the season and looking ahead to the Brighton game this weekend, you will not have to hold your breath for long. Amos, Ali, and Alex will be back on Friday to look ahead to the clash with the Seagulls this weekend. But from here... It is time. We are hopping into a game inspired by my ongoing existential crisis called Who Am I? Brand new game we have played on this. We have not played on this show before. Um, this is how it's going to work, Joe and Mulv and listeners. I am. I have five city players in front of me here. Some past, uh, some present, perhaps. I am going to read clues about these players. And it is up to you guys to name the player quicker than your opponent. Now, a couple of rules. I'm going to read the full rule, or sorry, the full hint, clue. I will pause, let you guys think, let you guys potentially shout out your names. But like the school ground game World Cup, you are going to have to shout your team name in order to answer. Okay, You cannot just blurt out. The answer. You have to announce yourself to the audience in order to answer. Does that make sense? Everybody understand that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Joe, pick a nation. A nation? Um, Any nation. Italy. Italy. Mauve, nation for you? Italy. Too confusing. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily for us, there is only one Italy. Uh, so on this on this game, we're, we're only going to have the one Italy. Mold different nation, please. Okay. Um, Italy 2.0 is uh, Argentina. So I'll go with Argentina. All right. Joe is Italy. Mold is Argentina. In order to answer, you need to shout out your nation's name first. Now. Should have fun- gone with something shorter, right? Yeah, probably, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, now. If you shout out your nation and you answer incorrectly, you will not be able to guess a name until the next clue. So I will read another clue and your opponent will be able to guess. You will not. You have to sit out for one clue. So keep that in mind. If you want to take early stabs without much knowledge, you risk having to sit out for a clue. Does everybody understand the game? 
I do. Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. Here we go. If your answer is correct, you will hear this sound. If your answer is incorrect, you will hear this sound. Well, that was very loud. I'm going to turn that down. <laughs> All right. Player number one. Who am I? I joined City in the twilight of my career. I'm just going to pause. I'm going to let it simmer for a second. And when I see blank faces, I will be Argentina. On. Go ahead, Mov. It's Frank Lampard. Incorrect. Good answer. Good answer, but incorrect. All right. He said that, that with confidence. I was like, this is definitely Frank Lampard. <laughs> that means that for the next clue, only Joe can answer. If Joe does not answer after the next clue, then we move on to both of you being able to answer again. All right. All right. Clue number two. It was two. worth the risk, was it, it not? It was. And I will say, yeah. cl- clue number two also sounds like Frank Lampard, but it is oh not God. Frank Lampard. <laughs> All right. Clue number two. Actually, this doesn't sound like Frank Lampard now that I'm now that I'm reading it again. In my eleven years as a fullback in English football, I played for two big six Premier League clubs and never won a league title. Italy? Joe? Is it is it Wayne Bridge? All right. We're off to a slow start here. Luckily, I do have a fail safe. The last clue for all of my my uh, players here is way, way, way obvious. So I've got five or six clues for each of them. If you don't get it cool. by then, I've got very obvious clues. But Can you had... read that last one just quickly again? Yep. In my 11 years as a fullback in English football, I played for two big six Premier League clubs and never won a league title. Wow. We have had Wayne Bridge and we have had Frank Lampard. Both have been incorrect. Clue number three. I finished my career in Major League Soccer with the only club that plays in a French-speaking city. It's Italy. Joe, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this based purely on the fact that another name came to mind after I'd said Wayne Bridge. So this clue has nothing to do with my answer. So I'm probably <laughs> gonna be wrong. Is it is it Danny Mills? <sighs> Incorrect. And also, you weren't allowed to answer there, anyways, because you had a previous. <clears throat> oh shit! Um, oh, is that had- how it works? <laughs> So we so we yeah, just yeah. have to rotate. So we so when we so yeah we rotate. Ah right. If, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you're no, incorrect, okay, right? That's that's the risk in guessing when you're not sure. Is oh, right. it, it leaves you uh, open to ah, your opponent. So it has nothing to, to do with competing with the other person. It's just you've guessed wrong. So therefore, you forfeit you, the next guess, no matter what. Right? Makes yes. Sense. But if neither of you guess one clue, then you're both available to answer after the Sweet. next clue. Okay. All right. I'm going to run through the clues that we have so far one more time. I joined City in the twilight of my career. In my 11 years as a fullback in English football, I played for two big six Premier League clubs and never won a league title. Finally, I finished my career in Major League Soccer with the only club 
that plays in a French-speaking city. Next clue, and only Mulve can answer. I was in the PFA Team of the Year on two different occasions, 2007-8 and 2010-11. Okay, I've got a guess. Argentina. Go ahead. It's more of a... I'm going to go with Colo Torre. No, not a fullback, but it's the only player that comes to mind. I get, I get the feeling you guys are going to be upset when you hear the answer. I've, right, I've sure. just, I've just had a massive brainwave now. Now that I know, oh, the team all right, is, come on, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, Close the I can't, door. I'll wait till the next clue anyway. Right. Next clue. I made sixty-five appearances for France. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Italy. Is it Bakary Sanya? Correct. Uh, okay. So I had thought about him earlier, but I couldn't think of the two top six teams. One was us. Us and Arsenal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Should, that's yeah. what that's what okay. I was I was thinking of two big six teams that weren't us. I was just assuming right, that same. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm getting One the hang point of this now. On the board for Joe. Yeah, I, I there might have been a little teething process. Um and the listeners may never hear the incorrect clue that I gave that we cut out <laughs> in post. Um but I think that was a fantastic start. You guys ready to move on to player number two? Absolutely. Right. Player number two. I was born in Southport, England. Nothing? All right. Nothing I can do with that. Clue number two. And I want to say, when I denote appearances here, this is domestic appearances only because I got them from Wikipedia, who for some reason don't recognize cup or uh, continental appearances. So, clue number two. I made only 16 Premier League appearances for City despite being tagged as a top English prospect. Italy. Okay, I'm gonna. Is it, is it Michael Johnson? So I would have guessed. Mm. Oh, it is. All right, not so I get a clue all to myself. Michael Johnson. All right, next clue for Mulve to steal it and get himself on the board. Clue number three. Since 2021, I have played for two different Australian clubs. That one is out of left field. (laughs) (laughs) No idea. All right. I'll let it simmer for a second for the listeners. I can picture the listeners like me just screaming at their car stereos (laughs) right right right. now. Um, All right. Clue number four. Both of you have a chance to answer. I moved from City to Sunderland, and upon completing my move, I urged young English players to think twice about signing for City. Argentina. Oh, this one goes to Mulve. Jack Rodwell. Correct. Correct. Come on. He he gave that scathing interview after his time at City did not work out. It's It's been all right for... 
as soon as she said he moved from City to Sunderland, I thought, oh, it's not Adam Johnson, is it? That can't be the answer. You can't put that answer in a quiz. We don't, we don't never think know. about him anymore. These, these quizzes are a bit out of left field. You never know on the City Report podcast. All right, one-to-one. We've got a fantastic game on our hands. But that'll do for part one. Stay right where you are. We'll be back after a quick break for some more Who Am I? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The Etihad Stadium really is wonderful at this time of the season. And the same goes for McDelivery. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to the City Report podcast. If you are new here, please hit follow, hit subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. That is the best way for us to get this show out to more blues like you. We will continue with our brand new game, Who Am I? Moving on to player number three. Clue number one. I started my senior career at Manchester City. Clue number two. I won the 2013 Under-17 World Cup and the 2015 Under-20 World Cup with my home nation. So a bit of a young stud on our hands here. What was the mm-hmm. sorry? What what were the years of those tournaments again? I won the 2013 Under 17 World Cup and the 2015 Under 20 World Cup with my home nation. All right, clue number three. This one may give it away. We'll see. I ended the 2015-16 season with only eight Premier League goals, but had the best goals-per-minute ratio of any player, averaging Italy. a goal. Joe? Is it is it Kalecci Inacho? Correct. Nice job, Well Joe. in, Joe. Well in. Yes, that is Kalecci Inacho, right who averaged a goal every 93.9 minutes that season. A sensational record. And just to, to spice things up for fun, the last couple of clues... For anybody who needed some little fun facts about Kalechi Iheanacho, he had a goal and an assist in Pep Guardiola's first competitive Manchester derby as City boss. And he left City in 2017 for a fee of £25 million. Do you guys ever think of him potentially as not one that got away, but a player that may have been useful down the line? I do, I do a bit. Not, not so much in the sense that I think he'd be a serious. Like, obviously, when you look at the the, the state of like Harland and Alvarez we've got now, but I do think back to those years where we had we where Pep didn't really consider that we had a proper striker and just thought if we had 
you know, if we had a 23, 24-year-old Kelechi in that team who'd been working with Pep that whole time, he could have easily been like an option for some games where we, rather than having a false nine, maybe did want to go with a number nine. But I, I always like Kelechi. He he left as Gabriel Jesus came in. I always saw Gabriel yeah. Jesus as the as the slight upgrade, as I see Julian Alvarez as a slight upgrade on Jesus. So, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't believe we sold him after that star-studded uh, youth tournament run that he had. Two World Cups as a child. Yeah, I would retire when yeah. I was twenty. All right. So the score right now is two to one to Joe. Let's see if Mulv can get himself back into the game. Player number four. I made 104 league appearances for Manchester City, the most I made for any of the nine clubs I played for. However, I only scored one goal for the club. Who am I? I made 104 league appearances for City, the most I made for any of the nine clubs I played for. However, I only scored one goal, and that is in the Premier League, as I said. All right, clue number two. Mark Hughes signed me, but Roberto Mancini... Argentina. Ooh, ooh. go ahead. Silvino. <laughs> for those for those who are just listening, Mulve said that and did the most victorious fist pump that you could imagine before <laughs> before the buzzer just killed him. It is not Silvino. Uh. The end of that clue was, by the way, Mark Hughes signed me, but Roberto Mancini made me a title winner. All right. So, Joe, you can steal it with this clue. And yeah, Mulve might have Mulve might have screwed himself here because this clue is a big one. All right, just like my father, I was a Dutch international. Hmm. Italy. Go ahead. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it Nigel De Jong? It is well, Nigel De Jong. I, 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 I like I like the thinking, Wolf. I like the thinking. But as has been the case so far on almost every round, if you had waited one more clue, it would have it would have wrapped it up with a bow. Yep. Yeah. All right. So Too so impressive. far, three correct answers to I'm, Joe. I'm like Nicholas Otamendi in this game, aren't I? Just flying in, just, <laughs> just well, one good season. <laughs> uh, so so far, we've had Bakary Sanya. Jack Rodwell, Kalechi Iannaccio, Nigel DeYoung. All right, I've saved the best for last. This is our last player of the game. We'll see if Mulve can do some damage limitation here. Player number five. I am a two-time Champions League winner. Who am I? Now keep in mind, this could go all the way back to the 90s. It could be a present player. Right. Oh, I think I know, but I'm not going. Oh my! I'm gonna. Is he? Is he going to hold on for? Is he going to? Is he going <laughs> to go for it? Let's see. Does he hold um, on? I'm going to gonna, Argentina. I'm going to go for it. All right, go on. It's Scott Carson. Let's go. <laughs> 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 
Fantastic. Right. Off of Bring one, that tiebreaker on then. Come on. Clue. That, that's good. Do you guys want to hear the rest of the clues for Scott Carson? Because there's a couple of there's a couple of nuggets in here. Did you know Scott it. Carson was a top class rugby player as a child, but decided to pursue football instead? That's worked there out all right for a minute. Now you know. That's about the only interesting one in there. <laughs> um, right. Well, I did say that was the last player. I got a little bit of pushback from our contestants here to keep on going. So we're going to do two more players, go into the bonus rounds, and we're going to start with player number six. Are you guys ready? We are indeed. Yes. I, too, started my senior career at City. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here. I made my debut for Phoenix Rising in 2017. Yes, that is Phoenix, Arizona. I believe that's Landon Donovan's club, USMNT legend. In 2017. All right, so I I started my senior career at City and I made my debut for Phoenix Rising in 2017. All right, here we go. I got into the city team because of an injury to legendary city forward Paul Dickoff. Some some blank faces here from Joe and Mole. The- All right, moving on to the next clue. Listen to the wording of this very carefully, please. (laughs) In my second debut for City, I scored two goals. Argentina. Go ahead. Sean Wright Phillips. Oh, shit. Hold on. My sound effects are turned down. And we've got a tie ball game. It is Sean Wright Phillips. I thought maybe the second debut would get you there. But yeah, I um, upon writing these up, scrambling to make bonus questions, I had no clue that he played for Phoenix Rising. That is really out of left field. All right, I believe, does that make it three to three? It does, yeah. Yeah, tied up. All right, well, thank God we did a bonus round because this is the rubber match, the rubber round. Player number seven, and I think this is probably the most difficult of them all. Player number seven, who am I? I was loaned away from the club in all four of my years at City. This could be so many players. (laughs) It could. I was loaned away from the club in all four of my years at City. All right, clue number two. I played with Vincent Company at two different clubs. Jason Denea. Hold on there, Argentina. <laughs> sorry, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm Argentina so sorry. say uh, Jason Denea. Yeah. Damn it. Correct. All right, we we'll move on to the next clue. Only Italy can answer this. So far, we've had, I was loaned away from the club in all four of my years at City. I played with Vincent Company at two different clubs. 
Next clue. I featured in the youth setup of both England and Germany. Wow. This should probably be this should probably be really obvious, but not necessarily. Why did Vincent Company at two clubs? Italy. Go ahead. Oh, is it is it Lucas Nemetia? It's one of them. Four. Wow. Fantastic well from Joe well Butters. Done. Thank you. Thank you. That is digging into the memory bank there. Yeah, he played with Vincent Company when he was player manager at Anderlecht. Yes, that's what I was, I was trying to think of Anderlecht. That's the one. And then I couldn't I couldn't remember who went on loan there. That is a full on four three Michael Owen heartbreaker. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, oh. how do you feel about being labeled as Michael Owen? I, I honestly that that game is that that Michael Owen goal is probably the worst I've ever felt about any game is as as a like no, I, I don't want to be compared to that. <laughs> we call it an Aguero heartbreak instead. <laughs> yeah that one that one rolls off the tongue a little bit better uh that was fantastic gentlemen i had a lot of fun doing that listeners if you enjoyed it that is going to be a weekly game from here on out and probably more than likely joe will be on it every single week <laughs> since that seems to happen Mulv, anytime you want to jump back on and play who am i you are always welcome thank you for joining us Mulv. thanks very much and uh, congratulations to the number one oldham fan it's yours, buddy. This is what I've always wanted. Joe, thank you for joining us, and congrats. <laughs> thank you. When I, joined, when I joined the City Report podcast, I thought, one day I'm going to be crowned the number one Oldham fan. And that's what, it's, what it's all been for. That's what it's all been working towards. <laughs> <laughs> and from all of us at City Report Podcast, thank you very much for tuning in. Until next time, see you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Make sure you're geared up for Man City's end of season running with McDelivery. Great food delivered right to your door. By using McDelivery, you won't miss a moment of City's crucial running. And just like Kevin De Bruyne, they deliver your order exactly where you want it. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants only, 18 and plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.